0: Section 87 of Satires of Circumstance, Lyrics and Reveries with Miscellaneous Pieces, by Thomas Hardy. RedfordLibrivox.org, by Thomas Peter. The Obliterate Tomb More than half my life long did they weigh me falsely to my bitter wrong, but they all have shrunk away into the silence like a lost song. And the day has dawned and come for forgiveness When the past may hold it dumb On the once reverberate words of hatred uttered Half in delirium With folded lips and hands they lie and wait What next the will commands And doubtless think, if think they can Let discord sink with life's sands By these late years their names their virtues, their hereditary claims may be as near defacement at their grave-place as are their fames. Such thoughts bechanced to seize a traveller's mind, a man of memories, as he set foot within the western city, where had died these who, in their lifetime, deemed him their chief enemy, one whose brain had schemed to get their dingy greatness deeply or dingied and disesteemed so sojourning in their town he mused on them and on their once renown and said i'll seek their resting place to-morrow ere i lie down and end lest i forget those hours of many years that i regret renew their names that men may see some liegeness is left them yet duly next day he went and sought the church he had known them to frequent and wandered in the precincts set on eyeing where they lay pent till by remembrance led he stood at length beside their slighted bed above which truly scarce a line or letter could now be read thus years obliterate their graven worth their chronicle their date at once i will garnish and revive the record of their past state that still the sage may say in pensive progress here where they decay this stone records a luminous line whose talents told in their day while speaking thus he turned for a form shadowed where they lay in urnt, and he beheld a stranger in foreign vesture and tropic burnt sir i am right pleased to view that ancestors of mine should interest you for I have come of purpose here to trace them. They are time-worn, true, but that's a fault that most sculptors can cure. On the Pacific coast I have vowed for long that relics of my forebears I would trace here lost, and hitherward the word I come, before this same old time shall strike me numb to carry it out. Strange this is, said the other, "What mine shall plumb coincident design?" Though these my father's enemies were, and mine, I nourished a like purpose, to restore them each letter and line. Such magnanimity is now not needed, sir, for you will see that, since I am here, a thing like this is plainly best done by me. The other bowed and left, crestfallen in sentiment, as one bereft of some fair object he had been moved to cherish, by hands more deft and as he slept that night the phantoms of the ensepulchre stood upright before him trembling that he had set him seeking their charnel sight and as unknowing his ruth asked as with terrors founded not on truth why he should want them ah they hollowly hackered you come forsooth by stealth to obliterate our graven worth a chronicle our date, that our descendants may not gild the record of our past state, and that no sage may say, in pensive progress near where we decay, This stone records a luminous line whose talents told in their day. Upon the morrow he went, and to that town and churchyard never bent his aging footsteps till, some twelve months onward, an accident once more detained him there and stirred by hauntings he must needs repair to where the tomb was lo it stood still wasting in no man's care the troubled man who met last time said the sexton has not yet appeared again the wealth he had in plenty can he forget the architect was hired and came here on smart summons as desired but never the descendant came to tell him what he required. And so the tomb remained untouched, untended, crumbling, weather-stained. And though the one-time foe was fain to write it, he still refrained. I'll set about it when I am sure he'll come no more. Best wait till then. But so it was that never the stranger entered that city again. And the well-meaner died while waiting tremulously and satisfied, that no return of the family's foreign scion would still betide and many years slid by and active church restorers cast their eye upon the ancient garth and hoary building the tomb stood nigh and when they had scraped each wall pulled out the stately pews and smartened all it will be well declared the spruce churchwarden to overhaul and broaden this path where shown nothing prevents it but an old tombstone pertaining to a family forgotten of deeds unknown the names can scarce be read depend o all who care for them are dead so went the tomb whose shards were as path paving distributed over it and about men's footsteps beat and wind and water spout until the names Aforetime gnawed by weathers were quite worn out. So that no stage can say, in pensive progress near where they decay, This stone records a luminous line, whose talons told in their day. End of section 87 This recording is in the public domain.